Good morning, and welcome to Simply Economics. It's Thursday, February 22nd. On today's show, the economic calendar is in focus with the release of ECB minutes and PMI data. Japan downgrades its economic view in February due to weak consumption. Plus, the Phoenix area prepares for an economic boost as spring training baseball begins. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Economics. We start off with a look at the global markets, where European futures are indicating a higher opening for the stock market session on the old continent, while the Nikkei 225 in Japan has reached new all-time highs. Today, we have our correspondent from Simply Economics to discuss these developments and the key events of the day. Celeste, could you give us an overview of the current market sentiment in Asia-Pacific? Certainly, David. The market sentiment in Asia-Pacific is largely bullish, especially in Japan, where the Nikkei 225 has reached new historical highs. The Chinese Hang Seng also gained 0.61%, and the China A50 added 0.24%. However, Indian indices are facing some downward pressure. And what are the key events that investors should be watching out for today? There are several key events today. These include PMI data for February, the HICP inflation report in the Eurozone, CBRT's decision on interest rates, ECB minutes, U.S. unemployment benefit data, U.S. oil and gas inventory changes, and numerous speeches by Fed bankers. Let's talk about the PMI data for February. What are the forecasts? The PMI data for various regions are expected as follows. France's manufacturing PMI is forecasted at 43.5, up from 43.1, and its services PMI at 45.6, up from 45.4. Germany's manufacturing PMI is expected to be 46.1, up from 45.5, and its services PMI at 48.0, up from 47.7. The Eurozone's manufacturing PMI is forecasted at 47.0, up from 46.6, and its services PMI at 48.8, up from 48.4. The UK's manufacturing PMI is expected to be 47.5, up from 47.0, and its services PMI at 54.1, slightly down from 54.3. Lastly, the US manufacturing PMI is forecasted at 50.5, slightly down from 50.7, and its services PMI at 52.0, down from 52.5. And what about the HICP inflation report in the Eurozone and the CBRT's decision on interest rates? The HICP core inflation for January in the Eurozone is forecasted at 3.3% year-on-year, slightly down from 3.4%. As for the CBRT's decision on interest rates, it is expected to remain at 45.0%. Lastly, could you tell us about the U.S. unemployment benefit data and the oil and gas inventory changes? The U.S. unemployment benefit data is forecasted at 216,000, up from 212,000. As for the oil and gas inventory changes, Natural gas inventory changes are forecasted at minus 59 BCF, down from minus 49 BCF, and crude oil inventory changes are forecasted at 4.03 million barrels, down from 12.02 million barrels. That was Simply Economics reporter Celeste, providing us with an overview of today's key economic events. Speaking of economic events, Japan's government has lowered its view of the country's economy for the first time in three months expressing growing caution about the strength of private consumption and production. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Economics. Can you tell us more about this change in perspective? Certainly, David. 
the Japanese government's monthly economic report by the cabinet office has noted that the economy is recovering at a moderate pace, but it appears to be pausing. This is a slight change in language from the previous report, which suggested that only part of the economy was pausing. What are the key components of the economy that the government is concerned about? The government has lowered its assessment of private consumption for the first time in two years. Private consumption, which accounts for more than half of Japan's GDP, is said to be pausing. The report also expressed caution about production, particularly in light of recent safety test scandals involving Toyota Motor Corp group firms, Daihatsu Motor Co., and Toyota Industries Corp. While industrial output is expected to pick up, the report notes that production activity has recently fallen. What impact has this had on Japan's standing in the global economy? The revised assessment comes after data last week showed that Japan's economy unexpectedly slipped into recession in the fourth quarter due to weak domestic demand. As a result, Japan has lost its position as the world's third largest economy to Germany. Thanks for that economic update, Abby. Now let's switch gears to the world of sports economics. As spring training baseball season kicks off in Phoenix, the local economy is set to receive a significant boost. The San Diego Padres will host the Los Angeles Dodgers at the Peoria Sports Complex, marking the start of the Cactus League games. These games have proven to be a tourism powerhouse for Arizona, with an economic impact study by Arizona State University revealing that fans contributed over $700 million to the state's economy last year. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Economics. Can you tell us more about the economic impact of these games? Certainly, David. The spring training baseball games are a major economic driver for Arizona, particularly for local businesses such as shops, hotels, and restaurants. For instance, Moon Saloon, a bar located near the Peoria Sports Complex, has reported a 30% increase in sales when the baseball teams are in town. The owner, Brian Butler, describes this period as their bread and butter. That's quite significant. Are there any expectations for this year's turnout? Yes, the Cactus League is expecting a larger turnout than usual this year, following the Arizona Diamondbacks and Texas Rangers run to the World Series last fall. Both teams play their spring training ball in the Valley. The city of Peoria has also shared that the Peoria Sports Complex averages 187,000 fans per season, over an average of 30 games. And what about the fans? Are there any incentives for them to attend these games? Absolutely. Peoria residents can avail of resident rewards tickets, which offer at least a 25% discount. Additionally, fans who purchase a souvenir cup at the Peoria Sports Complex can get $2 soft drink refills throughout the season. There are also new food providers in the ballpark this season, including Wetzel's Pretzels, Jimmy John's, and Dickie's BBQ. It's indeed an exciting time for fans and the local economy, as reported by our Simply Economics correspondent, James. Shifting gears to international economic news, New Zealand's seasonally adjusted total billings for January 2024 were reported at $4.5 billion, mirroring the figures from December 2023, but showing a slight 0.3% drop from January 2023. Meanwhile, China's equity market experienced a significant rout a few weeks ago, with quantitative funds rushing to exit positions. This situation is reminiscent of a 2007 episode in the U.S. when such investors faced a sudden downturn. 
Here to discuss these developments is our correspondent Michael. Let's start with New Zealand. What's the significance of this slight drop in total billings? The slight drop in New Zealand's total billings indicates a minor slowdown in economic activity. However, it's important to note that these figures are seasonally adjusted, which means they take into account typical fluctuations throughout the year. The fact that the total billings are similar to those of the previous month suggests a level of stability in the economy. Now, let's turn to China. Can you explain what happened with the equity market there and why it's being compared to the 2007 episode in the U.S.? Certainly. Quantitative funds, which use complex mathematical models to identify investment opportunities, were in a rush to exit their positions in the Chinese equity market. This led to a significant drop in market values, similar to an event in the U.S. in 2007. During that time, quantitative investors also faced a sudden downturn leading to significant market volatility. It's a reminder of the potential risks associated with these types of investment strategies. Former Dallas Fed President Robert Kaplan recently discussed the Fed minutes, rate cuts, and the economy. Can you give us a brief overview of his comments? While the article doesn't provide specific details on Kaplan's comments, it's likely he discussed the current state of the economy and the potential for future rate cuts. As a former Fed president, Kaplan would have valuable insights into the workings of the Federal Reserve and its approach to managing economic stability. In the last three months, financial markets and economic commentators' views have been fluctuating. Can you shed some light on this? The past few months have seen a lot of uncertainty in global markets, leading to fluctuating views among commentators. Factors such as inflation, geopolitical tensions, and the ongoing impact of the pandemic have all contributed to this volatility. It's a complex picture, and different analysts may have varying interpretations of what's happening and what's likely to come. Lastly, Japan's factory activity has been declining, and growth in the service sector has eased in February. What does this suggest about Japan's economic conditions? The decline in factory activity and easing growth in the service sector suggests that Japan's economy may be facing some headwinds. These indicators suggest a potential slowdown in economic activity. However, it's important to consider these data points in the broader context of Japan's overall economic performance and global economic conditions. Thank you for your insights, Michael. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Economics. We'll see you back here tomorrow.